Hello, Kryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Blockchain John, with my co-host, Jake Jabrelli and CryptoLissa. All right, Jake, it's been about a, a day and a half that I haven't chatted with you. Um, so what's been going on? Yeah, I've been pretty deep into uh, my own farm as of late, so I've not really been spending as much time thinking about coin explicitly other than the coins I deal with with my farm. But uh, it's... It's been a pretty good, pretty good time. I got a new phone, so <laughs> nice. What did you get? Um, uh, Galaxy Fold. You actually got it. Aww, nice. <laughs> this content is for entertainment purposes only. Any comments made by the host, us, or the guests on the show is not financial advice. Perfect. All right, Kryptonauts. As you can see here on your screen, and for the listeners out there, you can check us out on YouTube, C3 Media. All right, we're getting our top 10 daily stats from CoinGecko.com. We're going to start off with Bitcoin settling at 46,606. Actually, let me refresh this, please. I think uh, we need a refresh. Get the latest, oh, latest wow, settling look at that. As of right now, $46,751.83 with a seven-day loss of 4.1% and a market cap of $884 billion. Number two, Ethereum settling at 3,666. Uh, 92 cents with a seven-day loss of 8.2 percent and a market cap of 435 billion dollars number three Binance coin settling at five hundred and fifteen dollars and ninety three cents with a seven-day loss of three point five percent and a market cap of eighty six billion dollars number four tether settling at of course one dollar with a seven-day slight gain of 0.1 percent and a market cap of seventy eight billion dollars Number five, Solana, settling at $170.29 with a seven-day loss of 4.7% and a market cap of $52 billion. Number six, USD coin, settling at $1 with a seven-day slight gain of 0.1% and a market cap of $42 billion. All right, number seven, we have Cardano settling at $1.32 with a seven-day loss of 1.2% and a market cap of $42 billion. Hmm, like neck and neck with uh, with uh, USD coin. Hmm. Very close. Number eight, XRP settling at $0.82 cents with a seven-day loss of 13.8% and a market cap of $39 billion. Number nine, Terra, settling at wows, $81.93 with a seven-day loss of 4.2% and a market cap of $29 billion. And number 10, Polkadot, settling at $26.58 with a seven-day loss of 2.6% and a market cap of $28 billion. All right, Kryptonauts, that there is your top 10 daily stats of the day for what day is it december 29th 2021 just a couple more days before the end of the year and look at this we are in a bloodbath non-stop all right <laughs> that's not a bad thing though that's not a bad thing it just means that we're we're having the end of the year sales right now yeah december tends to be the time when, every, when all the coins fall down so it's, that's true of stocks it's not really any different mm -hmm. all right Entire market cap is at $2.3 trillion, down by 3.6%. Make sure you collect your daily candies up here on the top right corner. Click the little candy jar. Um, oh, I have to log in. Anyways, you can log in. Um, just click collect candies, and you get yourself some awesome free giveaways that CoinGecko provides. All right. 
back to you, Jake. And we appreciate everyone listening in and or watching via YouTube. Uh, if you appreciate our content, we would appreciate a like. Uh, if you would like to continue watching and or listening to our content, we appreciate a subscribe. That helps the uh, algorithm let us know that you like our content and that it should be promoted more often. Uh, the notification bell will tell you that we post every Wednesday and Sunday, but we also post on Thursdays when we're doing interviews. Uh, you can check us out on Discord, and we're doing a lot of there's always a lot of people involved in Discord on a regular basis. If you want to come, any one of us will be in there anytime. Uh, John pretty much lives in there, so you'll you'll find him in there. <laughs> yeah, pretty. Either that or on on uh, on Twitter, on Twitter Live Spaces, the other places where he typically lives. If he's not at work, he's on Twitter. Uh, he's probably on Twitter when he's at work. So, <laughs> right. Uh, we're also on Patreon now at three dollars and five dollars and ten dollars uh, subscription amount. The higher you go, the more content you get. And then on, uh, if you don't want to donate that way, you can donate via Bitcoin, Ethereum, Binance, Bat, or Raven. All the information that I've mentioned is in the description below. Below, below, below. I just want to plug in one more thing, Jake. I did actually spend the day uh, earlier today um, making a coin tree. So now we have a coin tree with a bunch of extra additional coins and additional links there. Um, I got I to add the Patreon, though. Uh, that's the one you just brought up. I totally forgot about that one. I'll get that on there, though. Now we got it. We're going to be, I should mention one more thing is we're doing t-shirts here in the new year and uh, we're going to have some swag for people who come into uh, discord. You can get stuff like that. And we've been doing airdrops in the past, but there's all kinds of things that we do on a regular basis to encourage engagement with our, um, our viewers. We appreciate you guys watching and listening because we wouldn't have a show if no one listened. Absolutely. So thanks for your support. Thank you. All right. We're going to read news for today. From CryptoPotato.com. It's a new website. And uh, let's see what they got. Uh, just want to make sure we're on the same uh, page there, Jake. Um, confirm that you have the India Regulatory Watchdogs. I am looking at the same thing you are. Perfect. All right. Well, I'll get started with that one then. That is new website, so i got to try to find where everything's at. It's the authored by, oh, Chai, Chayanika Deka. India's regulatory watchdogs wants mutual funds to refrain from crypto-related NFOs. Huh, what is that? Not a new fund offers. Okay. New funded or, yeah, new fund offers, exactly. India's crypto saga did not have any significant breakthrough this year as the regulatory climate remained unclear. The country's market regulator uh, feels more feels, uh, feels mutual fee fund houses should not come up with the fund offers related to the cryptocurrency assets. You know what's interesting, Jake? Uh, side note, that uh, you're you're saying that every every author or every I guess yeah every author has their own style of writing, and I'm already like trying to understand how this person writes. Okay, continuing on. The SEC and Exchange Board of India Chairman uh, A.J. Tayagi reportedly noted that the regulatory entity does not want the domestic mutual funds to develop any crypto-based new funds offers. NFOs until the government comes up with a digital asset bill. The SEBI chief's remarks on mutual fund investments related to cryptocurrencies comes after Invesco mutual fund deferred the launch of the blockchain fund due to regulatory uncertainty. Let's see. Earlier, the earlier the country's securities regulator approved the Invesco mutual fund to launch its blockchain fund. It was slated to go live for subscription on November 24th. The fund would have been India's first such offering to provide exposure to companies across the world to participate in the blockchain space. Uh-oh. 
Got a little pop-up here. Okay. It is important to note that the India uh, Indian government and the regulators have been supportive of blockchain tech, but not cryptocurrencies. India's relationship with crypto, not much has changed over the past year years. The government was set to introduce a crypto bill that sought to prohibit all private cryptocurrencies this year, not once but twice before backing out. Even during the winter session of the parliament, crypto regulation was one of the trending topics. Several policymakers believe that digital currencies may hurt India's macroeconomics and financial stability. India's central bank continued to take an aggressive stance on crypto. Prime Minister Narendra Modi, on the other hand, on the other hand, has mostly stayed away from making hostile comments on the industry and and instead highlighted the need for regulation. During his virtual address at the Summit for Democracy, Modi said, quote, We must also enjoy, we must also jointly shape global norms for emerging technologies like social media and cryptocurrencies so that they are y- used to empower democracy, not to un- undermine it. Amid the uncertainty, India's crypto market continues to explode this year. According to Chainalysis' report from October, the market grew 641% from July 2020 to June 2021. India was also ranked second with respect to the crypto adoption in August. And that's it. Cool. So I'm just doing this NFO thing, so new fund offers. Similar to what um, ICO or uh, yeah, initial coin offers were, but I'm not. I would say I'm not as much up on India news as I probably should be, being at World News. There's right. definitely a lot going on there. Work, work with enough people from India, you'd think I would care more. <laughs> I have, anyways. Uh, continuing on to the use of replace by fee in Bitcoin transactions skyrocketed. 2021 by author Felix Mullen. Would you be willing to overpay to have your stalled Bitcoin transaction process more quickly? Data shows that you most certainly would. Use of a replace by fee, a transaction feature on the Bitcoin network that allows increasing the fee once the transaction is submitted, more than doubled in 2021. And what may be a sign that Bitcoin adoption has also led to an increased competition among users to put their transactions on the next block. According to statistics compiled by Bitcoin Ops, the use of replace by fee transactions rose from 14% to 28% so far this year. The data shows that out of every 144 Bitcoin blocks, almost one third of the transactions has used the fee boosting option first implemented in 2016 when Green Address, now Green Wallet, started to support this solution. The use of replace by fee did not have a far reaching impact during the first years of existence. In 2018, it managed to beat the goal of 5% of transactions. It would take another two years to reach the usability of 10% of uh, Bitcoin transactions. As early as the third quarter of 2020, the story changed. The user base increased and the cryptocurrency boom hit the institutional world and people started sending Bitcoin like crazy. The proportion 
of replaced by fee transactions touched 15% in October 2020, 20% in April 2021, and closed the year nearing 30% with a peak of 27.5. The trend is clear. The number of RBF, or replaced by fee transactions, is incre increasing and does not seem to have a clear percentual ceiling in the short term. On the other hand, the in terms of daily transactions processed, the network has fallen well below the peak of the nearly 450,000 reached in 2019. Clearly about 260,000 are processed every day, which already represents an increase in Bitcoin activity of almost 20% since June of this year. And transactions fell less than 200,000 per day in the midst of the price recession. RBF usage is an essential statistic in terms of usability as it shows a growing interest in fast transaction processing. As more businesses begin to deliver a more Bitcoin friendly face, options like replaced by fee or child pays for parent help create a more flexible system for users. For example, a payment processor exchange or service provider can require up to six block trend, uh, confirmations to accept a payment. Fee calculation is already something that many wallet, uh, wallets offer automatically. Still, in case of an error and urgency of the part of the buyer, the use of replaced by fee can save the user from unexpected long wait times. And if paying more for a faster Bitcoin transaction seems insulting to your new Bitcoin loving friend, perhaps it would be a good idea to let them uh, to keep them away from the more popular NFT projects and DeFi protocols. They've got a point there. Hmm. Because you can certainly, you can if you'd like to pay more for an Ether, Ethereum transaction. I don't know why you would, but you can. Like, dang it. The, I was trying to transfer $100 and it's, it's only cost me $100. I'll pay $200 to transfer $100 just to get it done. Yeah. Yep. If you're transferring $100, you're probably taking the cheap route, in which case it's not a smart contract. Smart contracts are what cost, cost a lot. But yeah. just transferring uh, Ethereum to Ethereum actually isn't that expensive. It can be as cheap as like five bucks. But um, yeah, smart contracts, that's the expensive thing, which is what DeFi and, and NFT things typically are. Mm -hmm. All right, next news written by Mandy Williams. Um, uh, FTX US to offer crypto derivatives and NFT services to customers. FTX US, the United States Division of Global Cryptocurrency Exchange, FTX.com, revealed today that its customers will soon be able to access crypto derivatives and non-fungible token services on the platform. According to Brett Harrison, the president of FTX US, the exchange is building a, a self-hosted wallet that will support FTX NFTs and NFT gaming. The crypto exchange is also looking to offer tokenized stocks tradings to US customers. And here's a tweet from Brett Harrison talking about derivatives for US customers, stocks on FTX US, self-hosted wallet supports for FTX NFTs. Continue, continuing on, the idea to offer derivatives to US customers has been in the works for months. In October, FTX US made initial steps to expand its services to include derivatives by acquiring Ledger Holdings, the parent company of Ledger X, a regulated crypto derivative platform. Following the acquisition, the crypto exchange rebranded Ledger X to FTX US Derivatives. Aww. Shortly after the deal was finalized, the exchange obtained three licenses. These include a CFTC regulated design contract market, DCM, a swap exec execution facility, SEF, 
and Derivatives Clearing Organization, DCO, to enable it to offer derivative services to crypto users in the United States. Earlier this month, FTX.com, the parent company of FTX US, announced that its American division had become a member of the International Swaps and Derivatives Association, ISDA. Quote, We're excited to announce that FTX US is now a member of at ISDA. We are looking forward to working alongside ISDA and their CEO at Scott O'Malia. Uh, as we continue to build up crypto derivatives markets in the United States and globally, FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried, SBF said. Uh, ISDA is a private, private trade organization that helps to improve the trading of swaps and derivatives, identify and reduce risk for user derivatives and products. Meanwhile, FTX.com is also looking to expand its product offerings with regulatory compliance. Last week, Bankman Freed outlined the necessary steps to drive the crypto space forward in 2022, stating that the main issue is that, show, is that slowing down in the industry growth is regulation. Of course, regulation always slows things down. Yikes. Yep, that's probably the reason. I don't know. The other comment that uh, he... He's saying that billionaires should be taxed more. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. like, aren't you a billionaire? Or do you just like paying taxes? I don't know. <laughs> All right. All right. Continuing on with Dimitar De... Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to butcher this poor man's last name. Uh, Zondas Zorov. Zorov. Zond... 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 Oh, I want to get this right. Zondorov, Zondorov, Dimitar Zondorov. Mm, right, so that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Sounds, sounds Russian. Uh, Dimitar's author, author of the Marathon Digital purchased additional seventy-eight thousand Bitcoin mining machines for roughly a billion dollars, nine hundred million. One of the largest cryptocurrency mining companies, Marathon Digital Holdings, bought seventy-eight thousand. Anti, uh, ant miner S19 XP miners from Chinese manufacturer Bitmain. To uh, acquire the equipment, the firm spent nearly a million dollars. Or sorry, a billion dollars. Um, <clears throat> according to the filing, Securities and Exchange Commission, Marathon Digital Holdings, NASDAQ symbol MARA, will receive the machinery in the second half of 2022. Bitmain will deliver 13,000 units per month in July, August, September, October, November, and December. The equipment is the newest generation's Antmeyer S19 XP miners. Marathon paid $879.06 million for the deal. The news was announced nearly a week ago, but the acquisition price became evident today. It is worth noting that upon disclosing the information back then, Mara's shares jumped 10% in a single day. Wow, they really wanted them to buy that stuff. The company expects its operations to grow to nearly 200,000 Bitcoin miners, producing 23.3 exahash per second by early 2023. This should represent a 600% increase from the current production levels. Yeah, well, they're going to spend a billion dollars. You better do a lot of increasing there. Mm -hmm. Last month, Marathon Digital revealed its plan to raise half a billion dollars through the issuance of senior convertible notes firm explained it wanted to use the proceeds to buy Bitcoin and Bitcoin mining machines. Marathon Digital is not the first publicly traded company to raise debt to purchase amounts of the primary cryptocurrency. 
NASDAQ listed giant MicroStrategy has done that on a few occasions, ultimately raising over a billion dollars to buy Bitcoin. Earlier this month, the Pennsylvania-based company Stronghold Digital Mining bought 9,080 Bitmain MicroBT mining rigs. Or, pardon me, those are two different types of rigs, Bitcoin and BT, MicroBT. The purchase will allow it to add roughly 826 petahash per second PHS to its power generation capacity. Stronghold Digital will receive the mining rigs by the first quarter of 2022, as all of them will be installed in its wholly owned power generation facilities. The firm also admitted it was willing to acquire an additional 54,000 mining rigs with a total hash rate of 5.2 exahashes per second. I don't know why they, they put this in, in terms that no one really comprehends. It, if you don't even know what an exabyte is, exahash means nothing. <laughs> so to so be clear, for anyone who doesn't already know, an exahash is a thousand petahash. Petahash is a thousand terahash. Terahash is a thousand gigahash. Mm. So one exahash is a billion megahash. And most people know what megahash is, and that's typically what, what GPU miners do, especially when it comes to Ethereum. But on, on uh, Bitcoin, the typical miner does something in terahashes, like low, low number terahashes, like mm -hmm. one, one to 10 terahashes. That's a typical uh, ASIC miner for, for Bitcoin. So when they're talking about buying tens of thousands of them, that's why they're talking about exahashes. Um, so it's, it's, it's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculously high. The entity announced another deal focused on its long-term strategy. It got into an equipment financing deal with New York Digital Investment Group, NYDIG, for approximately $50 million. The deal is collateralized by purchasing 12,000 S19J Pro ant miners from Bit Bitmain, and Stronghold already has received $18.6 million advance. The latter was confirmed. So I know I went off on a tangent there at the end, but it, it's important to note that, like I said, the majority of ASIC miners mine in terahashes, low, low, low number terahashes. So if you multiply that times 10 to 100,000, that's where you get exahashes out of. The point is, it's a big number. <laughs> big numbers. Okay. Let's head on over to, let's see. While, 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 what is that? What is that? B, B A Y C. Board I a, forgot. Board, 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 a, board right. API Club. B right. B Spike. Spike 35% in 90 days. Other popular NFT collections plunged in value. Hmm. This one's written by George. Uh, Georgiev? Georgia? Georgiev, yeah. That's what I was thinking. George Georgiev. Uh, the, world, the world of NFTs continued to boom as more and more people to seem attracted to the idea of scarce digital art. However, while some projects are surging in value, others are on a rather downward slope. Data reveals that over the past three months, the floor price, which is the lowest price for a non-fungible token from a certain collection from the Board Ape Yacht Club NFTs, increased by a considerable 35%. As Crypto Potato reported earlier in December, the floor price for the BAYC NFTs surpassed that of the famed CryptoPunks for the first time in history. At the time of this writing, though, the punks reclaimed the throne for the most expensive NFTs, at least in terms of floor, floor price, which currently sits 
at slightly over 66 ETH. Nevertheless, it appears that CryptoPunks have lost some 50% of value over the past 90 days. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Other other popular collections that have de- decreased in value include uh, Pudge, uh, uh, Pudgy, Pudgy Penguins, Hashmask, yep. uh, Meebits, Loot, and so forth. The Mutant Ape, yep, the Mutant Ape Yacht Club though, which is a spinoff of the uh, Board Ape Yacht Club collection, has increased in value by 72.1% in the same period. Yeah, that, those are actually cool, man. Those are cool. If you haven't checked those out, I think those are so much cooler than the... Uh, than the uh, boards. The boards, yeah. Yeah. Uh, mutants are just... They have a lot more fun... Not, not functionality, but uh, intrigue in the images. Mm-hmm. So... Kind of get a visual for that, but it's, it's kind of just modified board apes. Still not 100% certain on why everybody's into that. I think it has to do with that. That uh, well, I'm part of this exclusive club, and and you're not. That's Bro, why it's, it's got to be money. It's got to be money laundering. It has to be, man. It doesn't make sense why like hundreds of millions of dollars are swapped in the NFTs. Like what? Really? No, I don't. I don't know, man. I, I, all right, you might be right about that. I guess the reason I think it's it's that way is because I think of it as as being um a yeah exclusivity does have its value but you're right there i mean money laundering is probably going on with famous paintings too right mm-hmm. anyways uh continuing on with other news this is from duo nine great little name there i appreciate that kind of name it's very simple and easy to say <laughs> lucky ripple price ripple price analysis is a really quick uh ripple price analysis uh note here Ripple price analysis. XRP lost critical support. Where's the next level to watch? So XRP is approaching a key level support. And this is all technical analysis. Maybe you'll get a leg up on this, but this is something I've done myself and never been really good at. <laughs> but I can kind of see the key points. Uh, I think Cryptolistic could probably uh, chime in on this. XRP is approaching a key support level after losing most of the gains from last week. Key support level of like 75 cents. Key resistant level of 89 cents to a dollar. XRP broke, pardon me, broke below the critical level of 89 cents on Tuesday when most of the crypto market took a downturn. As Bitcoin plunged below $50,000, now the key level is 89 cents, which has immediately turned to, into the key resistance. On the other hand, the next support lies at 75 cents. As long as overall market sentiment remains bearish, at Ripple is likely to retest this key level support, which means touching it again or going back down to it. Uh, technical indicators, trading volume. This correction has seen a decreasing amount of volume, which indicates a lack of conviction from sellers. Nevertheless, Ripple price has uh, dropped significantly due to the lack of buy pressure. That means people trying to buy the coin. RSI. So the daily RSI has dropped below the 50, 50 points level, and the momentum is clearly on the bearish side. And then the MACD, the daily MACD is... Uh, about to go through a bearish crossover as long as the short-term downtrend continues. This histogram and uh, moving averages are just a few days away from turning into the negative side. And like I said, these are these are terms that you would typically find in, in almost all uh, technical analysis as a person would be looking at the charts. And this is kind of how people figure out where things are going. Mm-hmm. Um, you can... After, after watching the market for a while, even if you don't know what RSI and MACD mean, you'll figure out pretty quickly 
that there are trends within the patterns that you see on the on thing. And so it's like something is going down. Um, I think the one that I used to use was uh, the four hour. And if it had if if it was a like a, a red candle, which means going down over four hours, um, it was uh, likely to continue at least for the next four. And so you if like I said within technical analysis, this is all about you know guessing the market. Um, and yes, this is technical. This is financial advice in a sense. It's it's technical analysis is trying to predict the market. And so I'm going to give the credit here to Duo Nine as the person who's giving this. I'm just reading what he said. Um, like I said before, I've done this in the past. I'm terrible at it. And so don't take my don't take anything I say <laughs> as financial advice. The bias. Uh, the current XRP bias is bearish, meaning it's going down. And a retest of the critical support is very likely considering the current market conditions. Uh, Short-term prediction for XRP price. XRP has failed to maintain its price in the most recent rally and raced weeks of gains. XRP was badly affected by the overall sentiment, which places it on a clear path back to the next critical support down at 75 cents. Now, I wanna make a further comment on this, and that is to say, because John and I read the um, top 10, we are definitely seeing the deep, the, depression or decline of uh, Ripple or XRP. Um, it's it's just by reading where it's going, you can see by the percentages over sev- over the last seven days how well it's performing. And every single time mm-hmm. we read that, we keep seeing X- XRP is falling. Right. Um, it even this chart shows it's it's been falling for quite some time since the uh, beginning of November. Uh, it had a little bit of rally in that in that uh, chart there, uh, right uh, right above where it says technical indicators. Um, but it just fell right back down again. So the guy's saying it's, it's probably going to hit the 75 cent mark it's by the way that the angle of the fall is like the previous fall from the beginning of November down to uh, December 13th was a pretty shallow fall. It was continuous. And then it turned back up again when the whole market turned back up. But then when it fell, it fell hard. And that's why he's saying it's going to go down and hit the support, and probably break through it. But what the support means is where over the last like five or six times did the market hit a lower mark. And you can kind of see um, in that, that drop before it started going back up again, um, that line was painted, that l- lower 75 cent line was painted through several different points where the where the bottom of the market hit. You know, it hit, one went, went really far down, but it came back up. One of them, it's a green, but it's a down green, and it's it it, it and, the, and the other down red um, were the support. So they're trying to figure out a level where this is likely to go. I would not be surprised having watch the markets uh, for a very long time when it comes to crypto that they're talking about this key resistance level being 75 cents. I would not be surprised to see it that happen. I mean, personally, when I've sold and purchased coin on the market, just, just to, you know, get to back to fiat, um, uh, I watched these trends and they helped me determine where I should probably sell. I will never sell if I'm going to sell at, um, at the very, at the, at the level. I, I tend to sell before that if I'm going to do it. But this, like I said, this is just me. This is just what I do. Please do your own research. Please, you know, figure it out for yourself. Um, if you want to know how to do it, I'm not offering any advice on what to do. I'm just giving my opinion on what I've done. So, and and this guy's just trying to help people figure out where XRP is probably going to go. So, I mean, if you're investing in it, you're like, if you ask John. Yeah. What's the policy? What's our policy? Yeah, we stay yep. every, at the end of Stack every Stacks, sats, and hodl. Stacks, yeah. sats, and hodl. That's the only thing. The only financial we give is to just hold forever. 
So, and if you asked Warren Buffett, he'd say the same thing. Yep. It's a billionaire. So. All right, continuing on from a news article from Jose Oramas. I can say that name. I can pronounce that. It's very good. Uh, how to mint your first NFT on OpenSea? Question mark. A step-by-step guide. The non-fungible tokens, NFTs, are becoming an essential part of the digital landscape. They are unique and non-interchangeable crypto assets issued on the blockchain. And the most popular ones are on Ethereum and Solana. As of 2020... Before you get too far into this one, John, let me just, I'm trying try to interrupt too much. Um, this is a rather long, rather long, it's actually exceptionally long article, um, because it's a how-to. And I honestly Ooh. think that we should leave this to people who um, right. want to you know, figure out how to do this. We can talk about the idea of minting mm. NFTs on OpenSea, but really this is something should, people should be doing for themselves, right. in my opinion. Right. Okay, yeah. This is the article, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Totally so, forgot about it. If you, didn't, if you didn't stop me, I would have kept going. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I, okay. We did talk about this uh, pre-show, and we were talking about the possibility of skipping over it. <laughs> right. So uh, uh, just anyways. really quick little headers, uh, how to mint your first NFTs on OpenSea. It's a good one on CryptoPotato.com. Check it out. Uh, what is NFT minting? Question mark. There's your answer there. How to make money selling your NFT on OpenSea? Um, there's answers there. Uh, how to mint your first NFT on OpenSea? Question mark. There's uh, obviously you need a MetaMask uh, wallet. Um, that's pretty much the popular one. And connecting your MetaMask if you want some step-by-step uh, -step guide on how to do that. There it is. There's some screenshots on how to do it. Creating an NFT collection. Um, yeah, not difficult. Well, I mean, yeah. There you go. Get your get yourself See, a we, we can dedicate an entire show to this, so we don't really need mm -hmm. to go into it. Just it was one article. Right. There's, there's a lot of things to talk about, and mm -hmm. it's there's too much lot. to talk about there's in this. So let's just let's just move on to uh, Elon Musk's uh, article there with uh, Dimitar's. Sounds good. Let's see. Closing words on NFTs, stack sets, and huddle. Okay. Let's see. Elon Musk. Written by Dimitar. Oh, shoot. how do you say, how do you, how do you pronounce it again? Uh, Zanzorov. 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 Dimitar Zanzorov. Ah, okay. Elon Musk, cryptocurrencies are not perfect, but are better than anything else we have seen. Okay. Today, uh, Tesla's CEO, Elon Musk, uh, opined that digital assets could reduce the error in the money database in this view, cryptocurrencies are not ideal, but they are fundamentally better than any other fi uh, financial product. The entrepreneur once again claimed that Bitcoin's main use case is a store of wealth, while Dogecoin is better suited for payments. Uh, let's see. During a recent interview with Lex Friedman, uh, one of the most influential individuals in the cryptocurrency space, Elon Musk, reiterated his support towards the digital asset industry. According to him, the current uh, the current financial system based on fiat uh, currencies is far from perfect since the government can dilute the money supply with their mass printing and cause inflation. On the other hand, cryptocurrencies are a technological innovation that takes us into the 21st century. Unlike many people who characterize money as having power, Musk believes it should be viewed uh, through the, the lens of information theory. He op opined that the technology behind cryptocurrency seems like the most e uh, effective form of transaction. Quote, think of money as a database for resource allocation across time and space. In what form should that data system be most effective? However, the business magnate, 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 
Magnet. Magnet. He's a magnet. Dis- magnate. Mag- magnate. <laughs> magnate. Disagreed with the statement that Bitcoin and the alternative coins are ideal. They are simply the best form of finance that could that that has occurred. What what the what? what? Let me read that again. Uh, they are simply the best <laughs> form of finance that has occurred until now. Uh, let's see. I am not Satoshi. Musk once again reject. Did I skip something? Oh, oh that's right. Okay. Oh, well, what's this up here? What's going on? Oh, that advertisement throws me off. Oh, I see. Uh, hey, aren't you? <laughs> this is the thing that throws me for it. It's like we're doing this, you know, obviously in the browser. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought you were on, uh, on, that's right. It's, never mind. I'm thinking of something else. Imagine how, how pretty this would be if you didn't, if you weren't doing it on, uh, Brave. That's <laughs> mm. what I'm saying. Continue on. My bad. I'm not saying that it is the ideal system for a currency, but I think it actually is just fundamentally better than anything I've, uh, I've, uh, anything else I've seen. I am not Satoshi, which is unfortunate. Musk once again once again rejected the theory that he is the anonymous that that he is the anonymous creator of Bitcoin. According to him, Nick uh, Sesbo, the a computer scientist and a cryptographer known for his research in digital currencies, is most likely to be that person. "Quote: I don't know who created Bitcoin for practical purposes, but." Uh, the evolution of ideas is pretty clear before that, and it seems like Nick Sezable uh, Ses- is probably more than anyone else responsible for the evolution of those ideas. In any case, Tesla's CEO opined that the creator's name is not that important as the technology they invented. Not long ago, Dr. Uh, Saifdin Sa- Amunas opined somewhat similar- similarly. You use the wheel every day, but you don't know who invented the wheel. And we use a lot of uh, a lot of things every day, not because we trust the guy who invented them, but because they have a proven track record. He said, "That is damn good. I like that." Bitcoin versus Doge. Subsequently, the entrepreneur compared the two of the most popular cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin and Dogecoin. Despite being created as a joke, the latter has some merits over the former, Musk claimed. It does have much higher transaction volumes capability than Bitcoin. The cost of doing a transaction, the Dogecoin fee, is very low. If you want to do a Bitcoin transaction, the price of doing that transaction is very high. So you could not use it effectively for most things. At the same time, the primary cryptocurrency is a store of wealth. People want to hold it as mo- as most likely uh, its value will increase in the future, Musk concluded. Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm not much of a uh, doge holder. Uh, they're, 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 they're so going to kill me. They're, they're going to they're gonna get me. They're going to get me. I already know. I, I, I like the doges. I used to live next door to a, a Shiba Inu. Uh, one of my houses I lived at, so I had the pleasure of seeing a live Doge every single day. I know it technically Doge could imply any dog, but mm-hmm. um, it was neat seeing a, a Shiba Inu all the time. Um, yeah, it, I am a Doge holder, and I am a Doge lover. So, <laughs> of them Doges. Continuing on. Uh, actually, this is another uh, technical analysis. I'm going to skip. Go on to Jordan. 
Lionchev's decline in retail interest. Bitcoin Google searches drop to yearly lows. Oh, whoa, oh, low is me. <laughs> retail interest in primary cryptocurrency seems to be fading as worldwide Google searches for Bitcoin have dropped to yearly lows. It is the end of the year. You know, people are looking forward to the new year to get away from this COVID crap. Please don't blink us out, Google, just because I said that word. <clears throat> in contrast, the NFT queries continue to increase, reaching an all-new time high recently. Google searches are typically a good indicator of preferences and behavior of retail investors. This is particularly true for the cryptocurrency industry. The number of queries on a world's largest search engines uh, usually follows the price fluctuations of ever-volatile digital assets and Bitcoin in particular. However, it has its exceptions. For example, the searches reached a yearly high in mid-May after the asset had already peaked at $65,000 and right around the time uh, when Elon Musk outlined his energy consumption fears and China reiterated its flat-out ban on BTC and mining. The subsequent price retracement was mimicked by a decline of the searches before the up, the they headed upwards during the late October rally and the launch of the first ever futures Bitcoin ETF in the United States. Now, though, the queries have dropped to their lowest position this year. This comes amid BTC's lack of success in reclaiming the $50,000 mark. At the, at the same time, the buy Bitcoin searches <laughs> have also declined and are uh, long away from the January and February peaks. And here is a chart of exactly those kinds of things. While the industry, pardon me, while the interest in Bitcoin seems to be missing, non-fungible tokens have taken a, a major stage, taken, pardon me, the main stage. The industry is arguably the most improved in terms of adoption, investment, new products, and everything in between. It has seen the entrance of countless prominent individuals and businesses outside the cryptocurrency space, from musicians to actors, or musicians and actors to politicians and sports people. As it allows for fans to enhance their engagement with their favorite celebrities. It's no wonder that the NFT Google searches have been on the uptrend for the majority of the year. They reached an all-time high recently, as Crypto Potato reported, and have remained at such a high level ever since, as you can see from this chart, being almost pretty much the opposite of the prior one. Mm -hmm. So, Ooh. this is... I don't know if this is good or bad, because NFTs are, are so... not perfectly tied to Ethereum, but pretty heavily tied to Ethereum, even though NFTs can be muted on almost any network. Um, so, great. NFTs are up and Bitcoin's down. Mm. Money laundering, bro. Money laundering. Telling you, man. <laughs> you just keep going on about that. That's funny. <laughs> All right. Next news written by... Uh, let's see. Chayanne... Chayanika, I'm not sure if it's, if, if it's probably Deca because it's an English language. Right. No, no, it would be Deca because it's it's only one E. Uh, anyways, uh, let's ask Dika. her and see how she pronounces her name. <laughs> yep. uh, Cardano and Ripple will fall out of the top 10 2022 predictions from Arcane Research. Even as the year pro, uh, proved to be a defining moment for Bitcoin, it found itself on the sidelines as the astonishing rally came to a halt recently. At the same time, many altcoins, some previously obscure, came to the uh, came to the fore, 
including meme coins. However, Arcane Research outlined the possible change in the upcoming year, which could turn the tides around. The biggest winner? Question mark. Arcane Research rightly notes in its most recent report that 2021 was a year of ups and downs, but mostly ups. For example, Bitcoin outperformed both the stock market and gold despite cruising through an incredibly volatile year. However, altcoins such as Binance Coin inevitably stole the show as BNB emerged as the best performer of the three biggest cryptocurrencies by market cap, fetching gains of more than 1,300%. It wasn't only BNB that crushed the market leader. With a 455% increase, Ethereum significantly outperformed Bitcoin with respects to price performance. As the crypto analytic and research firm noted, 2021 has been one long altcoin season and the year for layer ones. Layer ones? Yeah, layer ones. However, one of the boldest predictions made by Arcane for next year is that Ripple XRP and Cardano ADA may fall out of the top 10 leaderboard. The once third largest crypto, crypto by market value XRP has fallen from the leading position, partly due to the ongoing Ripple SAC tussle. Cardano, on the other hand, has shown immense potential, owning to significant upgrades. Its surge, however, however paused and proved most unimpressive in Q4. Layer 1 Emergence Layer 1 networks such as Solana, Avalanche, Terra Luna, Phantom, and Harmony gained traction, stripping Ethereum off its uh, indisputable position as a, as, a, as the DeFi leader. Outperform, outperformance by these networks is likely to carry on uh, in the year to come, according to Arcane. And these smart contracts platforms will continue to abstract users as well as funds from the Ethereum ecosystem. Hence, a surge in the price of the respective native tokens in 2022 wouldn't be surprising either. The internet is a strange place, but the cryptocurrency spaces is even weirder. The year witnessed most out-of-the-box and straight-up bizarre tokens go on incredible rallies. Uh, while Bitcoin demonstrated massive strength throughout the, throughout, the market sentiment turned from extreme greed to fear. As a result, investors resorted to rotating into altcoins thanks to Elon Musk, the techno king of Tesla, Dogecoin. The OG meme coin finally found credence, riding on its uh, coattails several canine-themed tokens popping up. One that stood out and even briefly flipped Musk's favorite was Shiba Inu. And despite the lack of stronger narratives, capital continued to trickle down these joke coins. However, the mini change Arcane noted that that most of these tokens will eventually fade into obscurity, being a, a historical relic of the absurd times that was 2021. Yes, yes, yes. See? <laughs> you, you agree with somebody finally. Somebody sees the writing on the wall. <laughs> oh. Okay, so Dimitar Zanjarov uh, again. ProShare files with the uh, ProShare files with the SEC to launch a Metaverse ETF. Oh my goodness! The first American company to launch a futures-backed Bitcoin exchange-traded fund in the United States has turned its sights toward the Metaverse space, like everyone else. If approved by the SEC, the ETF will track the performance of Sol uh, Solactive Index or Somatov. <clears throat> According to a recent filing, the U.S. 
Securities Exchange Commission, the exchange-traded funds come uh, by the name of ProShares Metaverse Theme ETF. Assuming the American financial regulator greenlights a project, it will be based on the Somatav Index. It consists of companies providing services around the metaverse or employing this type of technology. Prominent examples of such firms are the tech giant Apple, the GPUs manufacturer NVIDIA, and the uh, leading social platform Meta, formerly known as Facebook. ProShares is the latest entity seeking to jump on the emerging metaverse space. Not long ago, the world's largest digital asset management firm, Grayscale Investments, predicted that, I thought it was BlackRock, anyways, predicted that the industry would soon be valued over $1 trillion. $1 trillion, sorry, Dr. Evil. In addition, Haim Israel, a strategist, strategist pardon me, at Bank of America, believes that the metaverse could boost the cryptocurrency industry to another level. What level would that be? He added that it would it could cause digital assets to start being employed widely for financial transactions. Todd Rosenbluth, uh, director of ETF at, and mutual funds research at CFRA, also expects the metaverse universe to keep evolving. Why do you just call it the metaverse universe? Yeah, anyways. Uh, I don't know if the metaverse theme has legs, but investors believe in it, given the success of ET, ETF meta. We are likely to see products come to the market that offer a unique twist on this long-term theme. ProShares' most significant success this year will launch uh, of the first futures Bitcoin strategy ETF in the USA. The financial product under the ticker BITO started trading on the stock, New York Stock Exchange at the end of October. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. So it looks like there's some stuff going on. Still going on. Still going on. Okay, let's see. How many more do we have here? Do, do, do. One, two, three, four. Four more? Okay. Let's go with Bitcoin tumbles below 48K after $300 million liquidated in a day. That's a lot of money. Market watch. But it was none of it was mine. Bitcoin lost more than 4,000. Oh, this one's written by uh, Jordan Lyonchev. Ly- 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 uh, Bitcoin lost more than four thousand dollars in the last uh, in the past forty eight hours after a dump below forty eight thousand. Uh, the alternative coin are also in the red again, while uh, with Ethereum trading beneath three thousand eight hundred dollars and Solana nosediving by more than seven percent. It was just a couple days ago when the landscape around the primary cryptocurrency seemed significantly more bullish. The asset had broken above fifty thousand dollars and several unsuccessful attempts and went on to chart uh, a three-week high of $52,000. This is where the situation changed vigorously as the bear stepped in. Instead of going further north, Bitcoin started to lose value rapidly, resulting in the price light of $249,000, as reported yesterday. After the $3,000 daily dip, uh, daily drop, BTC only continued hit heading south. In the past 24 hours, BTC found itself dipping to $47,200, which is the lowest p- price point since December 21st. As of now, the asset stands just uh, over that level and is nearly 4% down on the uh, on the day. Somewhat expect- expectedly, this enhanced volatility has resulted in massive pain for over-leveraged traders as the liquidation exceeded $300 million since yesterday. Ouch. A lot of people lost their shirt. I've been there before. Not on Bitcoin, but... (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. Yeah, so it started turning south. People are down on Bitcoin. Down on Bitcoin. 
down. Taking those bears outside. All right, from Mandy Williams, Hong Kong authorities arrest two, allegedly laundering the amount of money that was lost yesterday. 385 million via crypto. They were in NFTs. I bet you they were in, in NFTs, man. <laughs> yeah, one whole NFT. Anyways, Hong Kong customs officials said Tuesday they arrested two individuals suspected of laundering a money worth over $380 million through their personal bank accounts. Wow, really? And on a crypto trading platform. Arrested. Okay, so the suspect, 28-year-old woman and her 21-year-old brother, arrested in Yao Tong, a residential district of Hong Kong, after customs authorities received intelligence from unknown sources. Following the investigations, the authorities stated that the two suspects opened personal accounts between May and November 2020 at several banks in Hong Kong, which includes online banks as well as crypto exchange trading platform. The duo then moved funds through bank transfers, cash deposits, and cryptocurrency transactions. According to the customs officials, both individuals were arrested for dealing with property known or reasonably believed to be to represent the proceeds from an indictable offense. With the investigation still ongoing, the siblings have been released on bail. Really? After doing that much? A third of a billion? Under certain conditions, but further arrests are likely to be made. Suspects are found guilty. They risk spending a maximum of 14 years in prison with a fine of $5 million. I think they can probably afford it, according to Hong Kong laws. As crypto continues to boom and edge toward the global adoption, criminals have turned the digital asset space into a playground. Not like they wouldn't have done that anyways. While using it to conduct their illicit acts like money laundering, drug trafficking, and terrorist financing. Last June, Chinese authorities arrested over a 1,000 suspects who allegedly used crypto assets to launder illicit funds for telecommunication network fraud activities. In October 2020, the Rotterdam court seized uh, Bitcoin worth uh, around 29 million euros and sentenced two Bitcoin traders to two to five years in prison, sorry, two to two and a half years in prison for money laundering operations. Meanwhile, as criminals are using crypto as a tool in their illicit activities, Regulators around the world are seeking ways to mitigate it. September, Swiss Financial Markets Supervisor Authority, or FINMA, uh, re- revealed plans to impose an anti-money laundering rules on crypto providers. Now, this is it's it's going to happen. I said, mm-hmm. use the analogy before you wouldn't prosecute the per- the electric company for a person using something you know electric toaster to kill somebody. Um, so, it's not the fault of the, of the platform; it's the fault of the people using. The point is. People have nefarious purposes, and when it's apparent that there's no regulation, well, they seem to go hog wild on it. All right, next one, written by Dimitar. Uh, how'd you say it again? Zonzarov. Zonzarov, yes. Zonzarov. I gotta say what the Rolidar. Zonzarov. Okay, Ferrari enters the NFT universe by partnering with Swiss blockchain developer oh man how do you say it scuderia scuderia ferrari signed a multi-year partnership with the swiss technology company Avella's network ag to create non-fungible tokens nfts for its fans this is the racing team's first interact interaction with the digital asset industry while some formula one rivals have already marked uh, initial steps uh, in its official statement, the famous sports car maker revealed it is pleased to have Bella's Network AG as an associate. 
Ferrari and the NFT-related firm will provide the fans with a with the chance to own digital collectibles from March 2022, when the next season of Formula One begins. Here's a little video of. Uh, let's see. I'm hoping the NFT. Let's check it out. No. Apparently not. No. Okay. Just a partnership from with Bellas and Ferrari. Okay. As part of the deal, Bellas will also become a title sponsor of the Ferrari eSports series, the online uh, mono brand series of the Prancing Horse and the eSport team will uh, that will compete in the F1 championship. Mattia Binotto, general manager and team principal of Scuderia Ferrari, described the Swiss tech firm as an entity that makes innovation and performance of the hallmarks of te uh, technology, advanced products, and services. In turn, Farhad uh, Sagulamov, CEO and co-founder of Bella's Network AG stated his company has built a next-generation blockchain that puts the emphasis both on sustainability and performance. Partnering with Ferrari, which is an icon of excellence, comes as a natural move, the executive concluded. The Scuderia Ferrari racing division is the most successful team in Formula One. Throughout its history, the Prancing Horse, as it, it is known amongst its fans, has won the record 16 Formula One Constructors Championships and 15 Drivers Championships. The premier formula and motorsports has already dipped its toes in the cryptocurrency universe. In June this year, the popular digital asset exchange Crypto.com became the global partner of Formula One's new sprint series for 2021. As part of the deal, the cryptocurrency platform had its logo di displayed and the tr and the tracks at every race for the remainder of the season. Moreover, Crypto.com also became the official cryptocurrency sponsor and NFT partner of the sports car championship. In October, Ferrari's bitter rival, McLaren Racing, announced the launch of its non-fungible tokens platform where fans and digital art collectors can purchase digital collectibles. The new feature was built on the Tezos blockchain. To celebrate the debut of McLaren, McLaren Racing collectible platform, the team decided to gift the first digital part of the MCL35M race car to the first 5,000 fans who joined the initiative. Wow. Kind of cool. Dude, that's like that's like a like a backhand slap to Ferrari. Like look, look what we're about to do, man. Bow. There we go. Five thousand. Drop this part. <laughs> then NFC cool. too. Oh wait, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I told you that's where all the money's at. It's all there. So the last article we're gonna read tonight, I hope. We'll see. It's also from Jayanika Dika. Alibaba vice chairman and billionaire Joe Tsai likes crypto. He likes it. The Chinese government has gone out of its way to crack down to, on the crypto crackdown. Despite this, the industry has evolved tremendously and it continues to capture the imagination of many. Yosai, who happens to be the executive vice chairman of the Chinese e-commerce behemoth Alibaba Group, is the latest to share his feelings on Twitter in three simple words saying, I like crypto! Hey, I like crypto. It's probably not how he sounds. <clears throat> Joe Tsai's latest comment on crypto has created a frenzy in the microblogging space. For the uninitiated, Tsai is a Taiwanese billionaire 
who owns the Brooklyn Nets, uh, the National Basketball Association, or otherwise known as the NBA, if you didn't know what the, the National Basketball Association was. <laughs> Most people know it by its acronym. Interestingly, uh, Brooklyn Nets sharpshooter Kevin Durant happens to be a Coinbase investor. That was the face of Coinbase, too, to some degree. Uh, the NBA star and his company, 35 Ventures, recently entered into a strategic partnership with the cryptocurrency exchange. Besides, this isn't the first time Sai has spoken in favor of crypto. In an interview with Sportico's Brendan Coffey back in August, the exec talked about media convergence, sports betting, and crypto. His words were, quote, media, sports betting, crypto, we see all those things converging a little bit, Sai explained. You can't talk about sports betting these days without thinking how it affects your media rights. And maybe for the betting fan base, injecting a little crypto will be interesting. He's not wrong. Look what, look what crypto.com is doing. <clears throat> Despite uh, Sai's latest comments on Crypto Alley, Baba has stayed away from the industry. In September this year, the e-commerce giant announced that it will stop selling specialized mining equipment in response to the People's Bank of China stringent policy. It's going to suck for Bitmain. The company revealed, that might be the reason we talked about those other uh, major purchases, They're like, oh, well, we just leave Alibaba out of this. Uh, <clears throat> the company revealed the operations of two categories, blockchain miner associate, uh, accessories and blockchain miners. It also went to, on to ban all cryptocurrencies, such as Bitcoin, Ethereum, Quartcoin, and Litecoin across all its platforms. 2021 can be marked as a year when the Chinese war on Bitcoin why even put BTC in there? Uh, and why your cryptocurrency got severe? Crackdown on crypto mining and training started in May and soon intensified. This was a debilitating blow to the ecosystem of the country. Once a thriving mining scene, the new Titans policy almost eradicated institutional mining of cryptocurrencies. Hence, it isn't surprising that Alibaba's tryst with uh, crypto has, pardon me, crypto may have ended for now at least. But the metaverse is a whole different dimension, and the tech giants of the country, including Alibaba, are keen on exploring the opportunities. In fact, several op several companies have rushed for trademark applications related to the metaverse. Mm -hmm. that. Sounds exciting. Metaverse. Everybody go metaverse. That's more, mm -hmm. more money in metaverse. Woo, that's why you're smuggling all the monies. Mm -mm. I'm just joking. All right. I think hey, this is our first time using Crypto Potato. Um, it's it's different. It's different. Yep. We just got to get used it's to it. Shorter. Yep. Yeah, it's a bit shorter articles. If you want to check it out, definitely go to CryptoPotato.com. See what they got going on. All right. What do you, what time is it, Jake? It's that time again to talk about the plug. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we appreciate everybody listening and watching us uh, on uh on YouTube and on Anchor or other podcast places. If you appreciate us as much as we appreciate you, we'd appreciate a like and a subscribe if you'd like to continue listening to our show. You can hit the notification bell, and we post every Wednesday and Sunday and sometimes Thursdays, particularly this Thursday. We'll be having yet another interview. Um, you can check us out on Discord, and we have a new market that's just come up on Discord. You can even, as you, as you participate on Discord, you can get C3 Media tokens. Just go mm -hmm. on there and post, and we will reward you with C3 Media Tokens. So come out and participate in our Discord channel, or server, rather. We're also on Patreon. You can get the $3, $5, $5, $10. The higher you go, the more stuff you get. And if you want to support any other way, we appreciate donations. 
of cryptocurrency, in particular, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Binance, at or Raven. All the descriptions, I'll put you, all the information is in the description oh. below. Below. I was going to try to pull up CryptoTree, but it doesn't come up. Okay. Yeah. With that said, Cryptonauts, uh, until next time, stack sets and hodl. Adios. Wait, we got 10 more seconds. 10 more seconds. All right, Jake, say something. Hey, I like... Just cut it off. Cut it off. I like crypto. I like crypto. (laughs) I like crypto.